0: party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, the actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week on the show, I am joined by Cat Fay, DM of the Dames and Dragons podcast, for a game of Interstitial, our hearts intertwined. Interstitial is a powered by the apocalypse game of traveling to new worlds, making friends, the bonds we have between each other, and how we are stronger for those bonds. It is directly inspired by the kind of storytelling seen in video games like Kingdom Hearts, comic books like Crisis on Invented Earths, and world-crossing books like the Narnia series or His Dark Materials, anything which involves people crisscrossing between worlds, making friends, and using those friendships to fight evil. Interstitial is currently on Kickstarter. It is breezing through stretch goals and is already funded. You should go back it right now because it's a wonderful, incredible game, and I am so happy that it's going to be made into reality. And as always, you can find more information about that in the show notes. Dames and Dragons is a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast with an all-women cast. It's a wonderful show. You should check it out at damesanddragons.com or on Twitter at Dragon Dames. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am sitting down with Cat Faye. Cat, thank you so much for coming on Party of One.
1: Aw, thanks for having me.
0: So, real quick, at the top of the show, why don't you take a moment and let the audience at home know about any projects that you're working on that you might want them to know about.
1: Well, I am the Dungeon Master for the Dames and Dragons podcast on Don't Split the Podcast Network. Um, We are a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast featuring an all-lady cast and a bunch of dump jokes. Um, Really, I don't know how that ended up being our brand, but we're kind of just leaning into the dump jokes thing now.
0: Lean into it. Own it. Own it.
1: Um, also, I need to say uh, that one of the members of my podcast, Caitlin, uh, she wanted me to let everybody know that I robbed her of this opportunity and left her dying in a ditch. And that she loves Kingdom Hearts more than anybody in the world could possibly love Kingdom Hearts. And she's very upset.
0: That's fair. And that's that's fair. And it's funny that you bring that up because we are uh, this week playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined by Riley Hopkins. It is a... Powered by the Apocalypse game, inspired by the Kingdom Hearts video game series, which, uh, from what I hear, may or may not be coming out in January. I refuse to get my hopes up.
1: Oh, no, I you can't get your hopes up. That's, I mean, they'll probably just release, like, chapter 2.75. Really, this is the one before the last chapter, we promise.
0: Pie, Whatever. pie, over, pie over one eye, infinite <laughs> sleep, Matrix. <laughs>
1: Uh, probably. that's I'm almost certain what's going to come out. I yes. think all of these trailers and everything is just getting our hopes up for yep. another delay.
0: <sighs> but uh, Interstitial is a game about hopping from world to world fighting monsters and making friends along the way. It is a tribute to not only Kingdom Hearts, but to crossover uh, comic book events, to ev- any sort of like shared universe thing where people are meeting that you don't expect to meet and going on a journey together. Um, And and along those lines, why don't you take a moment and introduce us to your character, uh, the hero of our interstitial cross-world journey.
1: All right. So uh, my character, her name is Hachi. Uh, Yes, named after that dog who waited at a train station for their owner because this is a game about friendship.
0: Good. Good name. Solid name.
1: Yes. that's. uh, It makes me cry every time. Um, so I chose the the chosen class uh, because, I mean, I'm the hero. I get to do yeah. that. Uh, let's see. H- what, how, how much detail should I go into here? Should we uh, give me her- your
0: backstory up to, I think, up to where you left it off when you shared it with me was is, is a good place to start.
1: Okay. Let me open that up so I remind myself what I wrote down.
0: Oh, yeah, which also reminds me. Uh, this is super edited. So, like, if you need to pause or anything, just go ahead. Radical. Or like, okay. say a line or whatever. Like, uh, we'll fix, the, you know, we will fix it in post.
1: We'll fix it in post. It's my favorite way to do things. Um, okay. So, Hachi. Hachi, uh, should I name her Homeworld? Should I? Um, yeah. Okay. Hmm.
0: In fact, I should also have it pulled up so that I can help with naming... Of things like Home Worlds,
1: it's like you know something like Destiny Mountain.
0: Destiny Mountain is real good. Destiny is, Mountain, yeah, I Destiny think yeah, it's real good.
1: It's a it's a nod to to Destiny Islands of Kingdom Hearts. So could go with Destiny. Let's just let's just go lean in, I'm leaning in, lean on in, that. lean in. We're leaning into the Kingdom Hearts. Ref- I'm sorry, my cat is she's being very cute right now. I can't watch her. She's, like, rolling around on her back and
0: looking at me. Uh, Oh, no.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. So, we'll call it Destiny Mountain. Like, Splash Mountain. Um, Okay. So, my character, her name is Hachi. uh, And she grew up in the world of Destiny Mountain. Uh, Her... So, she grew up in a really small, insular little mountain village. uh, And... Where everybody was just, you know, it was a stay in your lane kind of place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but Not a she, lot
0: happened, you know. It was what kind of place where where months went by and you you almost wouldn't notice.
1: Exactly. Yeah, the days yeah. just sort of rolled past uh, on Destiny Mountain. Um, and and Hachi didn't really love that. She was you know always looking for adventure. She didn't want to settle down into this quiet life, minding the trading post that her family ran. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she wanted to go out and she wanted to see everything. Um, so she often would go out into the forest uh, and find the places where the trees opened up and she could stare all across the vast landscape below her and dream of all the adventures that she would have one day. And uh, so she she grew up doing that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I lost my place here.
0: Um, I think that's oh. a good. I, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, if that's
0: if that's good, I would love to stop. Yeah, talking. I'm gonna say I think that's a good spot because I think this is when uh, the trouble begins for Hachi. Haha! Um, you know, life was going, life was boring for as much as you would sneak away. Life mm-hmm. was still pretty uneventful until trouble came to Destiny Mountain.
1: Trouble, Mil- a
0: military tr- presence. The, oh, that kind of trouble. The Prince of Letters, Baron von Wolf a military bureaucrat no one's really, no one had really heard of before, but suddenly found himself in a position of power and started mobilizing military forces, tearing down forests all around Destiny Mountain. Starting to, you know, on the outskirts of the small town that you grew up in, there started to be military patrols and taxes started to be levied on people. It just suddenly became dangerous and scary in a way that Things too often do. And yet, the people in your village just kept their heads down and sat on the sidelines.
1: Uh, Hachi's not about that. Hachi would sneak out and watch the military patrols and try and find their weaknesses. She's not like looking for any way to mobilize on those weaknesses, mm-hmm. but she's like definitely hiding in the bushes and, and watching them.
0: And and what you notice, let me see if there's a, a move, there might be a move, I'm gonna have to review the moves regularly, because this might okay. be a fun move. Ooh, okay. Yeah, uh, let's take a deep dive on this, uh, when you confront the situation in front of you and ask questions, roll with heart. So give me a roll plus your heart stat.
1: Alright, that's 2d6, right?
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: Okay. So that is a 10 plus 1, 11.
0: Perfect. Ask me three questions on the basic move sheet. The questions being what here is useful, what here is not as it seems, what is the best way out of this situation, what is the biggest threat, and what was done here recently.
1: Okay. Um, Let me pull that up so I can look at those Mm -hmm. with my eyes and my heart. I think I'm going to start with what here is not as it seems.
0: What here is not as it seems. Um these are not trained military. These this is a this is a, a civilians militia. This is people that have been drafted and this is not this is not just security. They're clearly hunting for something or someone or hmm. someones.
1: ones. Oh, okay. Uh let's see. Um, then next thing I want to know is what, I guess, what here is useful
0: to me? What here is useful to you? Um, you have stumbled upon, you, you see, like, one of these patrols walking by, and they're clearly, like I said, they're sweeping the area looking for someone. They, they're they talking about how Baron von Wolf has made it his grand mission in the name of defending people and of, of protecting against threats has made it a real objective to find one runaway th- or a band of runaway thieves. Hmm. And you have stumbled upon their, uh, you've stumbled upon a small den, like a tent, like a tent that is partially like tucked into a, a large hollow tree stump that seems to be where people are hiding out. And there's also, uh, A yellow, like a yellow jalopy, like an old sports car kind of car. Love it. That's also just kind of parked nearby. It kind of undercuts the, uh, it undercuts the clear, the carefully put camouflage of Mm -hmm. the, of like the, the tent hiding in the, hiding in the stump.
1: Well, you know, there's just old jalopies in any forest. That's yeah. just normal forest backdrop. Um, sure. <laughs> all right. What? What is the best way out of this situation?
0: Um. Well. Do you, there's only real two ways out of the situation? I mean, I mean, your situation, being your life's, uh, your life, your life situation. Mm-hmm. There's kind of seems like there's only two ways out. One of them's with the wolf, and one of them's in this tent.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go... I'm, if if these military people are against these thieves, and I don't really like these military people encroaching mm-hmm. on my village. Um, because, I mean, on the one hand, they just don't seem like they're up to any good, and on the mm-hmm. other hand, I have a big problem with authority. Sure. Um, so... I am going to, uh, I'm going to just, yeah, I'm going to sneak up to the tent.
0: All right. Uh, you sneak up to the tent and what happens is you sneak up to the tent and what do you do when, actually, I'm going to have you push through stress. To see not what happens, not whether or not you trigger the uh, the rope trap that catches your ankle, but, oh. what, but if you're able to, like, roll through it and how you're able to handle, like, handle yourself. Okay. So, roll me plus, uh, roll me a flat 2d6. Okay. Because you have not yet gained a link with the two characters in the tent. Okay.
1: Uh, that's gonna be a cool six.
0: Okay, um... Uh, On a six, yeah, you, uh, you are upside down. Me. And as you're kind of upside down, uh, you, you let, you let out a little yelp. And the, the military, military patrol a little ways north in the forest hears that and goes, Hey, what was that? Hey, what was that? (laughs) And, and, uh, you hear that those first strings of fight music as they begin approaching. Oh, Oh, and And I'm upside down. This is not where I want to (laughs) be. And the, uh, the entrance of the tent, the inhabitants of the tent come out, and, uh, I will let you, and you're gonna make a link with both of them, and I'll explain how that process works after I introduce your new best friends. Yay! Um, first up is a dapper, uh, a dapper kitsune rogue in Ooh. a, uh, in a red shirt and cap. Uh, a, a very handsome fox gentleman kinda of rolls out, eyes you suspiciously, and says Well then, I don't suppose you're one of the military patrol, so What leads to you poking around strangers' tents, hmm? And uh from behind this dapper gentleman, you hear the cock of a pistol as his as his uh his unusual bandit brother a stylish gentleman in a, in a bright red suit coat and white tie steps out with, uh, oddly long sideburns and he cocks a gun and raises an eyebrow and just says, Well, maybe she was looking to score some, to score some of our glute. Well, you know, we can't have that.
1: Oh, I wasn't looking for, for glute. I was just looking for, uh... Being That's- not here, I w- I'm looking for a being not here. Can you help me in my looking for being not here? Right now, upside down.
0: Uh, the the clamoring, the clamoring goes a little louder, and uh, the dapper the gentleman, the dapper gentleman in the suit coat, has not moved his gun. But the fox kind of pops up and says, uh, "Mister Mister Lupin, I dare say we should probably be on the move. What, you, what say you?" Yeah, I don't like interlopers, but I don't like the fuzz anymore. We should probably get out of here. Lucky for me, I got a ride.
1: Wait, I also would love to get out of here. I would like to roll to convince somebody.
0: Why don't you do that?
1: Okay. And uh,
0: before you do that, also, let me see. Let me see. Convince somebody. Yeah, roll roll me plus heart. And then also uh go ahead and after you do that, we're gonna we're gonna go through the make a link process.
1: Okay. Uh that is a seven plus one, so that is an eight.
0: That is an eight. Uh they will need some clear insurance or evidence of first that you are not. Um they are gonna need some clear insurance or evidence that you are not going to betray them.
1: Okay. Um so I hold out my arms, mm-hmm. and because I am you know swinging from an, an ankle, mm-hmm. uh, it sort of makes me spin around in a, in a little circle, and I'm like, look, see, I am just a harmless 17-year-old girl uh, who doesn't want no trouble with nobody, and I would love to help you by taking you to a very safe place in the forest i am from here and i know exactly where we can go to hide it's just and i and as i'm turning you know slowly i i'm trying to point um mm-hmm. but the the target keeps moving i'm like it's just over there there's a cave it's right by a waterfall so that they can't hear as we go down it's a perfect place but please oh please please just leave please just let me down from here
0: well i I, I mean, I've, I'm convinced. What say you, Mr. Lupin? Nah, kids. I don't like them. But that fuzz is getting awful close. We should probably move. Cut her down. And uh with a twirl of his wrists and an almost inhuman grace, uh, Robin Hood cuts you down, you load into the jalopy, and you're on the road, and we get a very good chase sequence as, I ask you, what are your links with these characters as we play through this uh this chase scene in the background? Like, you know, you're on this is the vehicle part of the game. You're in the car, you're driving mm-hmm. through the woods, you have to jump over logs. <laughs> and we kind of cut back and forth to a few scenes of dialogue that are going to establish how you what your relationship is like with these characters. Uh there are four kinds of relationships: rivals, friends, uh like an introspective personal relationship or a student and teacher relationship.
1: Hmm. Well, I think my my relationship with Robin Hood is it's either going to be friends or student and teacher. I think student and teacher because I,
0: I think that feels right.
1: Yeah, because I am a I'm a forest child. He is a forest fox man, uh, and I feel like that feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, my relationship with what's his name.
0: What's his name? That's Lupin the Third to you. Oh, Lupin! Greatest thief in history. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of me. Well, she well she just called you what's her name. So I she just called you what's his name. So I don't believe so, old friend. Nah. Little symbols <laughs> up his of his head.
1: Well, I think then my relationship with Lupin is gonna have to be something like rivals. I think rivals.
0: All right, rivals feels right. Okay. So, um, so you're going to take a Mastery relationship, or a Mastery Link with, uh, Robin Hood, and a Dark Link with, uh, Lupin the Third. Are either of those your highest stat?
1: Uh, let's see. Mastery or Dark New.
0: Okay. Um, okay, so there's, there's some moves that you're going to, yeah, great, so you have Links now, those, uh, those will give you bonuses on some roles as you kind of relate to or help out those characters during play. Okay. Uh, we end up, we end our, our chase scene. Why don't you tell me one uh, fun thing that happens in our chase level of this, of this, uh this chase scene between you and these military guards that we'll say are on horses because okay. that'll make the, vill- the vehicle level fun.
1: So first clarification about this yellow jalopy. Mm-hmm. Does it have a, a roof? Is no, it a convertible? It is, it is a
0: convertible jalopy. Uh, Excellent. With Lupin like Lupin is like standing in it and driving in a way that doesn't seem like he's really driving it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And you're in the back seat. Uh, Robin Hood has a bow and arrow in the sec in the in the driver in the passenger seat for
1: mm-hmm. shooting
0: because it's a driving and a shooting level.
1: Right, right. Okay, so what Hachi does uh, so she so I I'm so used to being the DM. <laughs> um, okay. So I am, because Lupin has a gun, right? Yes. Yeah. I want to take his gun. All right. As, so as he's driving, I like reach over and grab his gun. And I don't know how to shoot a gun, but mm-hmm. I just start firing wildly into the forest. Um, And, you know, the first one just sort of, hits some trees, and the second one also hits some trees, but the third one hits some trees, and the branch falls down and, mm-hmm. like, obstructs the path of the horses. The horses start freaking out. Yep. Uh, and then I want to give Robin Hood a high five.
0: Yep, I think I think you're both very happy with that. Lupin's like, <laughs> it's like don't break that! It's valuable.
1: How, how do you break a gun? I mean, it's a gun.
0: Yeah, but they don't exactly seem hard to come by around these parts. I don't know if you've noticed. And so, uh, let's see. I also want to say, at one point, you have to jump over a ravine. Mm. Uh, At one point, like, yeah, you've got to jump over a ravine. And I think, uh, like, you and Robin Hood, like, Robin Hood, like, calls you out of the, the car. You have to, like, swing on vines, loop around, grab some logs, throw them in front of the car so that it can make a makeshift ramp. (laughs) so that you can jump over the ravine it's a very elaborate scene that i think uh is very good and i think it illustrates that like teacher that teacher student relationship
1: excellent i love it
0: so you end up in a cave near uh, near your village it's safe it's quiet there's a waterfall it is we get a really beautiful uh the water effects are like way overdone like it's real (laughs) real rich looking water and it doesn't quite fit with the rest of the scene
1: all but, of the budget went into the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they talk a lot about that in, like, the, the previews. The E3 conference had a lot of water talk. Um, and the three of you are by yourself, and Robin Hood seems very un- unnerved by the military presence. Lupin is polishing his gun and, and like, counting some, some gold coins that he stole, that he's pulled out of the trunk of the jalopy to make sure they're all still there. Because there was a kid in the back seat of my car.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to steal your gold coins, old man. I'm not... Old oh, man! Mm-mm. Only old oh. people would, s- would react to being called old.
0: That's a fair point if ever I've heard one. So then, what brings you up against the military presence of Destiny Mountain?
1: Well, you know, I just... I live here. This is my home. And these people have just rolled in and my town is just rolling over for them. And I can't, I can't sit by while they destroy the forests and everything that I've ever known. Mm. So I was snooping around and Mm. then I found you guys and it seems like you're against them and I'm against them. So it seems to me like we should be friends.
0: Uh I ain't against anybody. I'm in it for the money. Hush, hush, friend. Listen. I If you truly wish to aid us in this, there are things that you must understand about what is unfolding. And I don't and I I, I hope that you can grasp the severity of what is going on.
1: I will do my best, you funky little fox man.
0: Right ho. <laughs> Listen. There are worlds beyond. That which you are aware, your world, Destiny Mountain, is but one of millions of worlds, each full of life and dreams and people just like you. But, lately, that has fallen under peril. Military forces have been gathering from world to world, assembling armies, locking things down, chasing down those of us that would prefer a life of freedom and liberty. That is what brings me here.
1: Well, uh, that sounds bad. I'm definitely on the freedom and liberty train. I, I'm i going to cast my lot in on there. So who, who are these people? What do they want?
0: <sighs> and this is uh, where we kind of pan over to our first boss battle. Okay. As Robin Hood looks off to middle distance and just whispers... An old enemy of mine, the truest rival I've ever known, that this Baron von Wolf that has been terrorizing Destiny Mountain is no Baron. is little more than a common sheriff. An old, old rival who's been pursuing me across many worlds. Part of this great army. An army that is assembled under the most mysterious of circumstances and yet holds cosmic power that allows them to travel from world to world. I stole some of this tran, this transportation energy from them. I stole some of this magic. And they've dispatched the Sheriff of Nottingham to seek me out. That is what brought me to Destiny Mountain. We thought it was a safe place to hide.
1: Wait. So you're just being pursued by a sheriff? It's not an army? Well... it's It's a police force?
0: Police force, army... At this point in their conquest, there is little difference. You see, they appointed the sheriff as a baron in their army with the express purpose of finding me and capturing me before I was able to expose their army for the invasion force that it is. They fear me because they fear ideas. Ideas like the one forming in the back of your mind, Hachi.
1: Right. So who's that guy? And I point over to Lupin. (laughs)
0: I mean uh you see when one wishes not to be found there are little friends truer than that of a thief extraordinaire yeah he uh, he hired me promised me big bucks and he flipped some coins in his hand and it looks like he's paid off handsomely
1: oh okay well I don't need you to pay me, Mr. Hood, but I just want to help out however I can, so let me be your- well, I don't have a sword, but I have this knife. I mean, it's a pocket knife, but let me be your knife, Mr. Hood, and I will fight for freedom and and justice and goodness of the multiverse, I guess.
0: Well, you've taken to this heroism thing quite naturally. I, I dare say a, a sword we could make of you yet. Though I suppose the pocket knife is a fine place to start. And this is the beginning of our... I think I want to cut to a montage here. Well, finish your... Finish. You had, it seemed like you had a big line that I want to get to, so drop your big line.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't going to be a big line. It was just going to be... Well, can we at least get a... Can we at least make a, a magic knife?
0: magic knife it is and i think he uh i think he pulls out from a pocket that you don't see uh he pulls out from a pocket the uh the diamond knife it is like it is a pocket knife but it is made of like iridescent rainbow colored diamond or like it's the prism blade
1: Ah, i love it
0: yep he pulls out the prism blade Hands it to you and it is it is your level one, your red level one prism blade, of which you will get many upgrades over the course of the game.
1: Oh, excellent. Does it have like a place to attach keychains?
0: Oh if so it so has a keychain on the bottom.
1: Excellent. Excellent. The first keychain is of just a little leaf. Yep. Like I'm kind of imagining it as like the Animal Crossing item leaf.
0: I like it. Yeah, good. Yeah. Alright. So uh we cut ahead. To our first boss battle, which is, uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham, Baron Von Wolf, and his, uh, assembled police force of the militias of Destiny Mountain. Okay. So, let me, help me set the scene here. Where does this battle take place? Where's the big, where's the, what's the boss stage look like for Destiny Mountain?
1: I think it's my village.
0: I think it is your village. Because yeah, I think your village I, is very small, so mm-hmm. it's probably like out in the street, and you're just jumping between like the six buildings.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh, and I feel like before everything like started, we were there was a confrontation inside my family's trading post, mm-hmm. and then we all burst out into the street in a tumble of blows and mm-hmm. fury, while my mother is in the background clutching her pearls.
0: So, I'm picturing uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham as a boss, looking about like he does in the Disney cartoon. Like, it's not- he's not especially- I don't think he has any, like, cool magic stuff. I think he does have- I'm picturing, like, a a suit of almost Spanish conquistador armor with, like, a big cartoony helmet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the puffed-out
1: breastplate, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, just with, like, the puffed-out breastplate and- Does it have the little skirt thing on it?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's like if the designers of Robin Hood had had needed to put him in like a suit of armor, this is kind of the suit of armor that he would be in.
1: Right, but no pants.
0: No pants for sure. For sure, no pants. Um, (laughs) And I think, uh, yeah, and I think that the main challenge here is that like the army. Is is that like I think that the challenge here is that there's a lot of minions and that they are people that like you know maybe not like maybe not like close friends but you definitely like because it's the assembled militia of Destiny Mountain like you definitely like know like have have seen these people before.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like there's people who would have frequented my family's trading post. Yeah, you know. There's like you know Jim the logger and you know other Jim the trapper and third jim mm-hmm. the other guy
0: jim is definitely like, the name we gave the, the moot character like he's definitely <laughs> the name they give like the basic like low level minion so like it pops up every time there's a health bar that you hit someone it pops up as jim yes. and so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of jims that have been like cannoned into the fan wiki
1: oh oh jim i'm sorry i have to do this to you jim Another gym. And third gym.
0: Yeah, so let's start there. I think you are surrounded by about four gyms. Uh, <laughs> I think Lupin is pinned behind a wall trying to take shots at... Uh, is trying to, like, get an opening to, like, take a shot at uh, the sheriff. And mm-hmm. what do we? Th- what is Robin Hood doing, do you think?
1: I think Robin Hood is leading a number of other gyms on a, on a wild mary chase mm-hmm. just trying to distract them and i've gotten separated from him uh and got myself surrounded by four gyms
0: all right so what do you do
1: i am going to well my first because these are gyms that i know they're jim mm-hmm. the woodcutter and jim the trader and jim the gymnast um i'm going to try and convince them to okay. not attack me yeah that's and to fair to resist the sheriff of Nottingham, that he's just, you know, he's, he is an evil man and he wants nothing more than to cause chaos and hurt my friends. And yeah, all right. luck be, oh no, it fell on the floor. That means I get to re-roll it.
0: Well, ah. luck was not on your side with that one, but. Uh...
1: Well, it because it fell on the floor, I rerolled yeah, it and fair. got a, and I got an eleven total. All right,
0: yeah, um, okay, yeah. They, you are, you actually, um, I, yeah, you, you, they, 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 they draw their weapons, they point them at you, they begin to close in, and I think as you're kind of talking about like that Baron von Wolf like has no one's best interests, we get flashes of Jim coming in and buying pelts like he's got like a big handful of pelts and he's like right. uh, like cartoony like a cartoony walk out with just a mountain of pelts and we get another shot of another gym like carrying a big bag of flour from your trading post and they all just kind of like lower their weapons and take off their helmets and are like what are we doing here i don't want to hurt my friends
1: oh jim you just have to run now get out of here Don't worry. I'll make sure the village is okay.
0: I gotta go see my family. Yeah, 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 we gotta go. And they all just, like, scatter. They scatter to the winds. Bye, um, Jims. I think at that moment, Robin Hood... uh, I think at that moment, you rejoin Robin Hood as he... um, as he has thoroughly enraged with his taunts and acrobatics uh, another another like minion squad of gyms, and they just like rush at you and he's like, quickly, do something.
1: I would like to interfere then. All right. Um so I'm going to run in front of them as Robin Hood runs past me mm-hmm. And um, what am I gonna do? I'm, oh, no, see here's here's what happens. Or hopefully. Here's what I'm going to try and do. Mm -hmm. So there's a fountain in the center of town. And as Robin Hood runs past me, I am going to try. I'm going to put myself in front of them or in front of the fountain and wait until the last second so that all of the gyms fall into the fountain.
0: That's really good. That's fantastic.
1: All right. Let's see if I can do it. (laughs) That's good. Oh, that's an 11. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Oh, except it's
1: it's with dark, so that's minus one, so that's a ten.
0: Well, give me one second. Uh, this actually might be this actually might be striking to subdue. Okay. Then, uh, so that would that would be uh plus mastery instead of dark.
1: Okay, that's plus zero, so then it's eleven.
0: All right. Uh, choose two. You can take something from them, force a change in location, or defend yourself from harm.
1: Well, were they trying to cause me harm?
0: Uh, I think they were trying to cause you and Robin Hood collectively harm.
1: Okay. Um... I... Hmm... Do they have anything on them that I could take?
0: Um, you could take, uh... You could take their commitment to the cause... (laughs) <laughs> you could all. You could take their weapons. They definitely have swords that are nicer. They definitely have swords that like look similar enough to your crystal knife that like you can tell it's an upgrade if you if you needed one. Mm-hmm. Uh you could take. You could take anything like whether whether okay. literal or otherwise.
1: Okay, and I mean, I feel like saying I've changed their location to from ground to fountain, so that's yeah. sort of built in, but. I think I'm going to defend myself, and if I can, defend myself and Robin Hood from yeah, harm. Yeah, for
0: sure. I think that they've, they tumble into the fountain. Uh, they are angry and still willing to fight, but uh, they are definitely, like, um, what's the word? Inconvenienced and, like, incapacitated, giving you all, giving the three of you, like, a collective chance to rush, uh, to take on Baron Von Wolf directly.
1: All right, Um, so I am going to take out my prism knife,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, and I am going to – well, he doesn't have armor on his legs, and I know I said the thing about Achilles tendons, (laughs) 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 but, um, yeah, I'm going to go for his legs. I'm going to try and sweep his legs.
0: Okay, Um, what I'm going to do is – I am going to give you advantage. So you're going to roll 3d6 and take the two highest and burn the and burn your like uh, if you would like to burn your link with Lupon because he's got that that shot open on him. Mm. That might I think like I think as the person playing Lupon I'm going to offer that up as a possibility.
1: So if I burn my link with Lupon that means I do we not what what does that change? Are we still friends? Uh,
0: you're still friends. Like <laughs> okay. it's it still, it still matters. It just doesn't, it just, you, Uh, you don't have that, that moment of intense connection anymore.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: And then you can either forge a new, like a new connection with them later or mm-hmm. just not be like, it is, it is basically like paying off that close friendship. Like it's that moment that the story has built to.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I guess I will. I'll, I'll burn that, that link so that he can get his open shot in as mm-hmm. I sweep the legs.
0: Yeah. Okay. So okay. roll 3d6, take the two highest to, uh, I think I'm going to call this strike, to strike with intent.
1: Okay. <laughs> I rolled a one twice.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Uh, take harm.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a seven. It's a seven total, because oh, okay. I rolled a six on the other one. Okay, uh, so else- you
0: deal harm and choose one. Okay. Uh, defend yourself from harm, deal extra harm, or take control of the situation.
1: I want to take control of the situation and, like, comically spin him around um, so he's completely open to Lupon's shot.
0: Okay. Yeah, all right. So, uh, I think what- then I think what what I'm going to do is actually then have you roll, uh, to roll a limit break, roll plus light.
1: Okay. God, fuck you, blue dice! That's a seven plus- I think, what do I have for light? One, so eight.
0: Alright. Um, on a nine to seven, you can, uh... I'll say I'll I'll say that because you spent your let your link with Lupin on the last roll that, that 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 takes into effect right like this is the moment that your that your like relationship to this point has has built up to is you sweeping the leg opening him up taking the shot he mm-hmm. takes a uh, he takes a second harm and like he's on his back and he kind of like rolls up and he's real angry now and he's gonna he's gonna like gear up and he's like glowing. And he's gonna just, like, run at you with, like, a big battle axe that I think he's taken.
1: Oh, no. Okay. Can I... Can I try and dodge? You sure can. Okay. Oh, defend uh, from harm, probably, huh?
0: Yeah, take defend from harm. Uh, Take an additional... Take a plus one to that because you have the dodge ability.
1: Okay, awesome. Knew that would come in handy. I'm small and, like, you know, I'm... Good at dodging things, I guess. Uh, that would be an eight. An eight. Plus, plus one for light, so that's a nine.
0: Nine. Uh, let's see. Where's defend from harm? On a seven and nine, you expose yourself to danger and I make a move. So I'm going to make two moves. I'm going to make a move and... Uh, I'm going to give you a link to... I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a link back to Lupin. Okay. And I think I'm gonna give you the link of friends. Aw,
1: we're friends I now. Because
0: I think, like, you take a hit, like, you take a point of harm. hmm And in doing so, like, you're, like, bowled over, right? Like, you get, you get, like, hit-rushed, and Lupon immediately is, like, out from the shadows, popping shots off left and right, is, like, it's like, I won't I won't let you die, not here, not after what you've done for us. And he's, like, taking shots, feeling that, that moment of, of, no, of noble heroism that is simmering under the surface of this lovable rogue.
1: Ah. Yeah, so I feel like when I get hit by that axe, it just, like, takes me clean off my feet. And there's that slow motion flying through the air while Lupin mm-hmm. shoots at the guy. At uh, Baron Von Wolf.
0: And uh, I th- I'm going to give him one harm for Lupin popping shots. Uh, go, You you roll to your feet. It's like you roll to your feet. Uh, I think that the army is out of the, the, the fountain at this point and they have grabbed Robin Hood. Lupin is out of out of. Gu- Lupin is out of bullets. It's just <laughs> he's out you. Of guns. And the sh- he's out of guns. <laughs> Lupin is out of bullets. It's just you and the sheriff. What do you do? And it's on the, it's like West, like Western shootout style where it's the two of you like on a long road and he's like pulling his ax out of the ground and getting ready for another one of these big rushes.
1: Hmm. All right. I am going to. Yeah, we're going to charge. I think we're going to charge each other. I'm going to run toward him with my knife out and do a big anime scream and Mm -hmm. strike with that intent. Do it. Which also I realized when I looked back at my character sheet, I think I get to... St- I can strike with... L- when I strike with intent...
0: When you strike with light instead of dark, yeah.
1: Yeah, because I got strike grade. Okay. Come on. Well, I don't know what's wrong with these dice. I keep rolling six and one. Um, but I'd get plus one. So that's
0: an eight. Okay. Um... Strike with intent. Uh, so you deal harm, you take him out. Like you you rush him. What is that what is that what does that final blow look like?
1: So I think you know, I run toward him, I do my big anime scream, uh, he swings his axe at me, and I dodge or no, I jump over the axe swing and I jump over him. That's too anime. I can't go that anime.
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like you've said it. I feel like you gotta, you gotta own it now. Okay.
1: All right. So I jump clear over him using, like, I put my hand down Mm -hmm. on his head to do like a handspring off of him. And then I put my knife to his throat and I yell, everybody get back. Everybody step away from my friends.
0: (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do what she says. I, I am your superior. You will not sacrifice me for this.
1: <laughs> uh, and then once once the uh, all the soldiers have gotten away from my friends, I spin him around. I, like, take my blade away from his throat and I spin him around and I punch him in the face.
0: And I think uh, you punch him and, like, just before your fist connects, he, like, shimmers and blinks and disappears from this world
1: not fair? I
0: was Fair is not how these force, is not how this army operates. Fair does not factor into this military invasion If you wish to win I'm afraid that you're going to have to think much deeper than fair Yeah, this is a war for thieves
1: Uh, And Hachi I put down my, my knife, I like grip it tightly and by my side and i say well there's not really a fight worth winning if we don't win it fairly we can't play their game if you're losing a game you change it
0: i like that a lot i think um robin hood takes a step back and he looks real stern for a second like he looks like he He doesn't exactly like that you, as the student, are now telling him what to do. But then he laughs. He just, you know, guffaws. (laughs) My goodness. There's a real hero in you. Don't laugh. I'm trying. Oh, no, no, no. That was not laughing at you. That was... I am impressed. You might just... You might just save the multiverse yet with that attitude. I gotta admit, it's not half bad.
1: Well, hey, don't make it a big deal or anything.
0: <sighs> I'm afraid it is the biggest deal it could possibly be, my my good chum. Say, you've saved Destiny Mountain, you have brought peace to your village... I believe you have a choice to make. Stay here, defend your friends, make right what has happened around you. Or join the two of us and save the multiverse proper. What will it be, old friend?
1: Well... If I just stayed here, who's to say they're not going to come back? I mean... All of the gyms now... Got pressed into... Pressed into the service with this army and no one else is going to defend the mountain. So I'll go. I'll go because if I don't,
0: who will? Right? Right. Onward we go. Into the jalopy. And then you load into the jalopy and it, a portal opens in front of it and you blast off. And I'm going to lock your link... To Robin Hood as a master... So what that means is uh, when you spend it, it no longer disappears. It just becomes inactive until you roll a 10 plus with a roll of the same type. So until you roll a 10 plus with a mastery roll, it goes away, but it, it will always come back. You have permanently forged the mentor-mentee relationship. You have won over Robin Hood in the purest of ways and oh, deepened that friendship.
1: This is a childhood dream come true.
0: So... Uh, I want to skip ahead to the to I want to skip ahead to the two final boss battles. Um, mm-hmm. So what I want us to both do is before you find yourself in the throne room of the pig demon of Hyrule. Ah, excellent. Uh, I want us to each go through and just lay out two uh, two worlds and two like scenarios, two adventures that our party has gone on. Like, what people have joined us, what fun things we've kind of encountered.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Um, so just, I can choose any world?
0: Any, any world. Oh, God. I think oh. I'm going to go first.
1: Yeah, you go first, because I got to think about this. This is an endless series am, of opportunities.
0: I am going to go first and say that, uh, your group had to, um,. There was a military raid on the multiverse's most elite supply of experimental weapons-grade technology uh, and you had to launch a thrilling heist alongside a lovable band of of actors and would-be performers and you had to liberate Uh, you had to launch a heist and steal the tech out of Muppet Labs.
1: (laughs) Oh, is, did, did Kermit get to join our party?
0: Oh, Kermit was definitely the special guest.
1: Oh, thank God. What was his special attack?
0: Uh, Kermit's special attack was he had a banjo that could put enemies to sleep. (laughs) Because they sat, they sat down and cried when he played his banjo. (laughs)
1: Oh, I love it. Okay, do I need to do anything more with that scene?
0: Um, we can Should if we? you like, or we can just go ahead, move ahead.
1: Hey, You're the DM. Go for it.
0: What do you want to do? It's your game. That's a real good question. Why don't you make a, uh, make a quick move, I think. Mm-hmm. How do you, let me ask you how do you aid in the yeah that's what we'll do I'll ask you I'll ask you and we'll play from there how do you aid in the in the heist on Muppet labs what is your role in the what is your role in the operation
1: I think so I'm coming out of a, a forest scenario I'm mm-hmm. not very good at like laboratories or like places that are clean um, and don't have you know, woods and stuff Mm -hmm. around them um so i feel like my role in this is going to have to be as the bait i have Mm -hmm. to i'm the one who's gonna be able to well not be able to rather inadvertently becomes the distraction uh and i i uh take a page from my mentor robin hood and i Mm -hmm. lead the guards that have been uh, staking out Muppet labs. I'd lead them on a merry chase. Um, and at one point I end up in, uh, in Beaker's laboratory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the little orange Muppet is, is meep, 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 mm-hmm. meep, 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 meep. And I, I pick up a, some sort of a ray gun thing and I point it at the guards and I say, don't move. And, uh, Beaker, Beaker's the one who meet meet Meeps, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, you got it right, yeah.
1: I got it right, okay. Who's the other one? Who's the green Bunsen. boy?
0: Dr. uh Dr. Bunsen Honeydew. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, he's Bunsen green, like Honeydew. honeydew. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and then Dr., Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, he comes in and he goes, oh, that's, that gun, it's the spaghetti rifle. Oh, and no. And just as he says that, I fire it. And fire spaghetti all over the guards.
0: Roll me roll me mastery to use magic. Because okay. that feels like the best possible way to play this up. <laughs> <out. laughs>
1: to play a spaghetti gun? Yeah. Oh thank god, I didn't roll a one and a six again. I rolled a three and a five, which is an eight. And I don't think do
0: I have any magic. Uh what's your mastery?
1: Zero. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't believe um, in magic in a young girl's heart.
0: Okay, um so uh so well, tell me what tell me what the spaghetti rifle does, and then I will pick one off of the Well, okay, so tell me what the rifle does, and then pick one from the list below. As it creates uh an unusual effect.
1: Uh let's see.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, you're picking one off of the following list. The magic opens something, it causes one harm, it heals one harm, it hits more than one entity. It has no unintended consequences and creates an illusion.
1: I think it hits more than one entity. It hits all of them. And it's just a big spray of spaghetti mm-hmm. and, and meatballs and marinara. Um, and, and there's that, that long pregnant pause mm-hmm. before someone goes, am I bleeding? But they're not. It's just marinara. It's
0: just sauce.
1: <laughs> it's just spaghetti yep. sauce. And then I start running again. I just take off while everybody's covered in spaghetti. Exactly I, how like, it plays out. And it's like the, the gun just sort of like hovers in the air for a second before like Beaker jumps under it and grabs it. Mm-hmm. And so, as he does, oh no, 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 no. So the it hovers in the air for a second and then drops and then there's a big <sighs> of spaghetti.
0: Yep. Everything, it's got to end in an explosion. Everything ends in an explosion or somebody getting eaten. Yes. <laughs> this probably ends in both. Sweetums probably shows up and starts eating people immediately. <laughs> okay, so what's the next world that you come to?
1: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I got so involved in Muppet's Lab, I, I forgot to think about this. Why are the only books in my room Harry Potter books? I don't want to go to Harry Potter land. That feels too obvious. I'm going to go to... All right, so at one point, we ride the jalopy mm-hmm. into, a, into a world, and as it's materializing, we realize that we're, we're riding down a rainbow, and this rainbow leads into a, a grassy field, and on the horizon, there's this dark storm clouds, and then there are these colorful ponies who are just running past, and it's <gasps> the 1980s My Little oh, Ponies. No. <laughs> In Ponyland uh, I forgot what the villains in Ponyland are called in the 1980s 90s version we're not going to the Bronies version
0: So I think what happens here is uh, I think so you arrive and you're surrounded by ponies but uh, what has happened is um, the ponies are are fleeing. And you're not fighting, uh, the, the, the army has assembled, uh, something specifically to, uh, force the ponies, like, to, to break the ponies under the military will of this organization. No, they're, of, uh,
1: they're ponies, they're pure!
0: Of the Army of Gold. That's what, that's what it's called, and that'll come up later. Uh, the Army of Gold. They are marching, what is, what you're staring down in Pony World. The villain of the the villain of this particular world is I think you I think I think every time like you come to a world it's Baron it's Baron Wolf right yeah and he kind of like sets up what the next villain is going to be and he mm-hmm. reveals that the villain here is um I was gonna go with it's gonna go with with old old Westworld but I feel like it's got to be a My Little Pony villain
1: yeah what is the I'm trying to remember the name of the villain in My Little Pony. I watched that VHS so many times.
0: Pony movie. Who's the villain in My Little Pony? Hidia, Hidea is her name. Oh, of course in it the is. The volcano of gloom. Okay, yes. so I'm going to restructure all of this. So I think uh, you see storm clouds in the distance. You see black, thick clouds, and they, uh, the ponies, have refused to join the army of gold. That is the organization that has uh, been invading... You've learned the name is the Army of Gold. They mm-hmm. have gathered, and uh, you have to... In this one, you have to stop uh, the the Witch Queen, Hidia, and also uh, stop the detonation of the Volcano of Gloom, which would cover the world in both deadly lava and sadness, and render the world in miserable sepia tone. <sighs>
1: no you need so to have how, the rainbows of goodness
0: so how do you how do you aid what's what's your particular role in this in this adventure
1: in this adventure first off our special guest is applejack
0: yep um and I you're all you're, you're all ponies like you've all turned into ponies
1: yes this is the this is the world where we've changed form and we've all turned into ponies and my cutie mark is of a leaf shape
0: uh Blue robin Pond. hoods mm-hmm. robin hoods is a bone arrow
1: Yes, of course. Is Lupons a gold coin?
0: Lupons is a dollar symbol, I think. Perfect. Lupons is absolutely a dollar symbol. Alright. So how are you how are you how are you stopping the, the eruption of the volcano of gloom?
1: Applejack shows mm-hmm. us through uh, No. Here's where we go. So we're charging towards the volcano of Doom. Me, Applejack, Lupin. hmm Robin Hood, who is... Is Robin Hood still... Is he just a more foxy fox or is he now a more... Is Is he a horse fox?
0: I think he's a horse fox. I think he is a, a fox-colored horse.
1: Nice. Nice. Love it. Love it. Um, And we're charging towards the volcano. And then there's a landslide. Mm-hmm. And we are... We're knocked into this big ravine, and as we're falling, we splash into the water, and then we are saved by the sea ponies, the song mm-hmm. that I sang earlier. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, and the sea ponies show us to an underwater cavern, which leads into the caldera of... Fear Mountain? Is that Uh, what we called it? The
0: Volcano of Gloom. The Volcano of
1: Gloom. Yeah, so that leads into the caldera of the Volcano of Gloom. Uh, And we... So... And the sea ponies give us a magical crystal, Mm -hmm. which will... which will neutralize the volcano's lava, but we have to throw it in in true My Little Pony fashion. We must throw it in with only... Only someone with the purest heart like, may mm-hmm. throw the crystal into the volcano. Um, and I think Lupin and I get in a fight a little bit. Not mm-hmm. like a real fight, but, you know, a, f- a fight about who should throw the throw the crystal in. Oh,
0: for sure. For sure. Lupin yeah. definitely thinks he should throw the crystal. He for sure thinks yeah. he has the purest heart.
1: <laughs> uh, yep. And um, who... I think at the, in the end of the day, like Lupin and I are fighting over it and it just sort of gets tossed in and we're not sure which one of us threw it in. We're not sure which one of us had the last hand on it, but it falls in and the, the lava in the volcano of gloom evaporates into sparkly mist.
0: Yep. Uh, I think, and I think, um, I think my second world is, what do I want my second world to be? It's so tough. There's so many. There's so many good options.
1: <laughs> I know, and then there's so many bad options. That there's are so many very, very bad options.
0: There are a lot of very bad options. Uh, like Harry I Potter
1: think... is a bad option. It wouldn't, unless you were about to do Harry Potter, in which case no, a I was great absolutely, option. I was,
0: I've, I was absolutely not. I'm trying to think of like, because I don't want to do one that is just a Kingdom Hearts world.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. Screw it! No, we're going. Not all, not all of the properties they lined up for this deal are good ones. Um, you have to. So there's a mini games level. Of course. Of course. And I think the mini games level in this game, in, in the world that you have to go to, that like, the damage has like I think you co and you fight a boss very early. You fight off, uh. You fight off the, uh, the the fortified, resurgent forces of the, now a cyborg, because why not? It's kind of, because why not? It's, you fight off cyborg Lord Farquaad, and now you just have to help repair <laughs> Shrek's swamp kingdom.
1: <laughs> oh, oh boy, okay. We don't need what to play min- through any
0: of these scenes, we just need to know that there's a minigame level that is Shrek-themed.
1: But you have to describe at least one of the mini games
0: to me, uh, Jeff. There is a cooking game that you have to rebuild gingerbread people that is very cooking, Mama. You have to decorate them very specifically. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to move them along in the line, and it takes so long. They need <laughs> so many gingerbread men.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it! Okay, good, excellent. We do all of the games. Yep. Um. We repair the swamp and then we get out of Shrek's swamp, mm-hmm. the way he's always wanted.
0: And then Come we now. might go to High I think.
1: Might go to High Okay. I think
0: timing wise, I think it's High and then the big ultimate twist.
1: Okay. Oh, there's a twist.
0: There's a super twist. You fight the pig demon. You fight the pig demon of. I think we're even going to p- pass through the mini boss battle. I think that's the fourth world. Because it is mm-hmm. one of the ones that you mentioned to me in an email that you wanted to include. So it, so it counts. It counts! Uh, you fight through Hyrule, which mm-hmm. you arrive at the pig demon. It's in his throne room, and you see that the Triforce has embedded itself in his chest. Oh, no. This is a world in which he has claimed the Triforce and is using it to transform it into the Shadow Realm. No! You fight, you fight him off. Describe to me the big finishing blow against the pig demon of Hyrule. And I'm calling him that for a reason that you're just about to discover.
1: Okay. All right. So, uh, I, so first Robin Hood gets off a a arrow into his eye and Mm -hmm. he gives off a squealing scream. And then I run up with my, my prism dagger, which at this point I have gotten several keychain upgrades. One of which, uh, I think I have the the Hyrule keychain now, Mm -hmm. and the the keychain is of a little fairy, and now it's the fairy blade, Yep. um, which looks like the Majora's Mask fairy sword. So pink with, yeah.
0: Super quick, there is Uh uh, a horse head, like the the head of one of the My Little Ponies with the mane around it. No, it's a horseshoe. That's what it is. There's a horseshoe that, uh, there's a horseshoe. And let's see. There's a horseshoe. There is... What do we want from them? Is it Kermit's face? Is it Kermit's head? Is that too easy? I think it's Kermit. I think it's just a Kermit charm. It's gotta be
1: Kermit. Yeah. Is it a Kermit charm? Okay, so those are the other charms that I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just
0: needed to make sure we had that in.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, I think there's... Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's any other charms that we would have gotten, but I can't come up with any good jokes right now. So right. those are the only charms we have. Um, but yeah, so I, got, I have the fairy blade, and I have my both hands on my sword. And as I charge up, I leap onto the demon pig's chest, and I plant both my feet into his chest and and, like, kick him backwards, Mm -hmm. and use him to springboard and backflip, and then I bury my sword into his chest. uh, And I'm crying because I don't like killing people.
0: And I think as you do that, you plunge into the chest, and, like, the strength of your blow and the magic of the fairy blade forces the Triforce out, Mm -hmm. and it floats, and, uh, Sheik... rips off their mask, and it is Princess Zelda. And she holds the Triforce, and she undoes the magic, and the demon looks up at you and says, My employer will be most unhappy at what you've done.
1: Well, you can tell your employer to take it up on your yearly employee review! And then I stab him again.
0: Well, I had more things to say, but... Uh, oh, no! Well, why don't you tell her yourself, and you turn around and see the leader of the Army of Gold. Gray hair in a bun, wrinkled skin, about your size as a 17-year-old girl, mostly head, with a little tiny body and little tiny arms, and she kind of like waddles out and stares you down. Big, big, very large mole right in the middle, right between her eyes. You, Baba! And she waddles out. If you've got a problem with how I do my business, why don't you tell me yourself?
1: Your business is not an economically sustainable model.
0: And I disagree. I think my business is, pl- I'll tell you what's not economically sustainable, a bed and breakfast. Not, <laughs> nobody comes to a bed and breakfast anymore. <laughs> you know where real money is, is power, military strength, especially once you know what's coming. Now, less you plan on, unless you would le- care to join me. Never. Ah, I thought so. And she stares into your eyes and says, What is your name?
1: My name's Hachi, and I'm not scared of you.
0: Ah, I don't think your name is Hachi. I think your name is gone. Gone, the little fox. The little fox that knows its place. And you feel your name being ripped away. I'm going to ask you to make a move now. Well, what do you do do as you feel your name and your memories being ripped away by the witch queen, by the witch Yubaba?
1: So at first, like, I, as I start to feel it happening, I start running toward her to, to make a strike. But as mm-hmm. I, I just sort of lose my motivation as I, I can't remember why I'm running at her. And then I just sort of stop. Roll me, then...
0: roll me plus heart. As you, as you try, as you run at her, roll me plus heart to try and resist the magics of the witch Yubaba. That's a cool
1: four. Plus all right. one. That's a all five. Right.
0: So yeah, you stop. You stop cold. Uh, you stop cold. What do your What do your allies do to try and pull you from? Try to pull you from the the cloud of your of your mind.
1: So, hmm. For for me, in my mind, it's just all kind of gone soft mm-hmm. and, and gray, and I'm trying to excuse me. I was trying to remember like, why am I here? And then Robin Hood off to, the, I just sort of hear him in the distance saying Hachi, remember remember why you started all of this. Remember your village. And and the voices of my friends in Lupin saying, hey kid don't give up yet. Perfect. Uh, and, and I look back and and through sort of This hazy fog I see my friends those are my friends even if I don't remember them, they're still there. They're still a part of me. And no matter what happens, they'll always be there. And that's and I I break out of this spell and I look at you, Bomin, and say You can take my name. You can't take my friends.
0: And, and and with that, like she has a piece of paper with your name on it, and like it burns in her hand, and she drops, it and she's like, "No, no, you don't. You don't understand what's coming. You don't understand why I'm doing this. I have my reasons. I am not trying to take anything. I am trying to protect this world." And at that moment, everything starts to shake, and the world as a whole begins to, like, you know, buildings are collapsing. The world, the whole world is undergoing an earthquake. And you look up in the sky, and clouds are swirling and moving. And you feel like the planet of Hyrule has been ripped from its orbit. And suddenly, you see other worlds swirling around you. And suddenly, standing there with the witch-yubaba... Formerly your enemy, but now you think in this grand final conflict, maybe your greatest ally and your mentor, the fox thief Robin Hood and the princess Zelda and the world's grand, the gentleman thief Lupin the third, the world is swirling and then you see it, the thing that has ripped your world from its orbit and is swirling it. In a new solar system of its own design. A swirling mass of planets and stars. And it looks at you. And it screams. With a voice that sounds not unlike a record being scratched. (laughs) And it presents you. And it it presents your world. To the prince of the cosmos. And this sets up. And this sets up the real the, the ultimate boss battle that we would that like this is that's the cliffhanger for the real boss battle is you have to defeat the king of the cosmos the prince of the cosmos
1: <laughs> And i really i just want a nice remix of the katamari damacy theme yeah. but like in a minor key um oh man okay so so how does this go
0: uh i think that you are Hopping, I think that the, the this is the final boss battle, right? Mm-hmm, so you have mm-hmm. to literally, like, hop, like, you are in space, right? Like, if you can yeah. breathe in space because air is swirling all around you, you have to, like, hop from world to world. And I'm not going to ask you to roll anything. This is strictly cinematic. Okay. But I need you to tell me. Like, what, I need you to, like... And it's, it's one of the, it's, it's the, it's the worst kind of boss battle where you have to refight every old boss again. Yes. Yes. And this time, like, so what is the final thing that you have to do before you have the ability to grow to the size of the Prince of the Cosmos and like strike him down or like, at least like, or maybe, let me ask you, what's the final thing you have to do? And then what do you do when you stare down the Prince of the Cosmos who has demanded that the world be formed into this new mass? (laughs)
1: <laughs> All of the worlds into one big katamari. Um, so I first off, I think that each one of these boss fights, I'm trying to like knock away objects mm-hmm. so that they cannot be rolled into the world. Yep. Yeah. To the, the mega world. Um so it's it's like com it's that kind of boss fight where you're both trying to attack and defend at the same time. Um but then As we go through each world, and at the end of each world, I'm able to jump out of it and Mm -hmm. knock the world away. And sort of like I use my my fairy blade to sort of baseball bat, just knock each world out of the park and out of the orbit. And then we come face to face with... So first off, point of clarification, are we talking about the prince of the cosmos, little guy, or the king of the cosmos, the big guy? The king
0: of the cosmos, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Uh, we must get these record-scratching people straight. Yes. Um, so, I mean, how I guess the only way to please the king of the cosmos is to show him that each planet, each world is, it's its own unique, <sighs> oh, what am I trying to do? No, I don't like that.
0: I don't know. I, don't I feel want, like that's pretty perfect. A,
1: okay, alright, fine. Fine. I'll give a cinematic speech. Is that what you well, want?
0: If you want to go in a different direction, go in a different direction. I'm just saying if that's what you want to do, like go with go with your go with your heart, cat. <sighs> Reach inside oh, of your God. heart and 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 you'll know the right answer.
1: <laughs> the right answer is that I have to give a cinematic Kingdom Hearts speech. All right. So we we knock away each world from the king of the cosmos's grasp, um, and and each time we have to sort of like shoo off the prince of the cosmos as he's like mm-hmm. trying to roll up all the, the objects in each world to make them into a, a star. And we get to the king of the cosmos, and I'm looking up at him, and I say, "Your Majesty, you have to see, even if even if they're not all neatly put together in." in balls of objects which you can fling off into space. Each world is beautiful in its own right. It's its own collection of objects rolled up into its own special tapestry of of feelings and and love. And if you put them all together then you lose what's great about each one. You lose you lose the heart of each world.
0: And as you're saying that we defi- there's definitely a montage as you're giving that speech of, like, all of the worlds that you visited and, like, the people playing together. And there's, like, a clip of Shrek that's, like, a little bit too long. And you're like, come on, it's not that important, guys. <laughs> it's really not that critical to the world building.
1: I mm. beg to differ, but continue.
0: Fair. And-, and he looks into your eyes and with a bellowing laugh, he, like snaps his fingers and the world like scatter like you're you you see the world and like you're in space so you watch all of these worlds you watch destiny mountain like fly away but they all go back to where they were and then you wake up back home
1: oh i, I run to the window and i look outside immediately Mm-hmm. What is it? What do I see out there?
0: Absolutely, exactly as it was before all of this started. No military presence. The woods are as thick and lush as they've ever been. It was all. It, it must have all been a dream. It must have all just been a, a fantasy. You must have hit your head or something. And then you walk so I- back to your bookshelf. Sorry, mm-hmm.
1: go ahead. No, no, you go ahead.
0: And then you walk back to your bookshelf of your tiny trading post, and you open it. And there to greet you is the prism knife with all of its keychains, as well as one more. What's the last keychain?
1: I think the last keychain is, it's actually two keychains. Okay. And uh, one of them is a bow and arrow, Mm -hmm. and one of them is a little dollar sign.
0: Yep. Perfect. Perfect. And that is interstitial. Aww. that was very good. That was very, very good.
1: Friendship.
0: Friendship.
1: Oh, that was fun. That thank was super you so fun. much, Jeff.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a great game.
1: This was super fun. I that was very silly and I loved every I minute of it.
0: Adored it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Real quick. before we wrap up, where can people find you and your work online?
1: Uh, they can find my work at shoot, what is my website? <laughs> That's not the title of it. Uh DamesandDragons.com. That's the name of it. It's my podcast, Dames and Dragons, um which you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Um you can find me on Twitter at Kazbots, K A Z Z B O T Z. Uh that yeah, I have a lot of pictures of my cat on there, so if you'd like That's that sort content. of thing. good
0: content. Cat pictures are content. important.
1: Very, very good pictures of cats uh, and me arguing with Rudy Basso about what Minnesota's like. Fair. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think anywhere else you can find me. Uh, if you just tune in to Don't Split the Podcast Network, I guest on a bunch of shows there and, you know, come at whatever Rudy's mm-hmm. beck and call is uh, for the d s b n Presents stuff, which you and I are, were on. Together. Yes, that
0: is correct. We played Time Watch. It was a very good game.
1: That was a great game. Um, that was a very good game. I think by the time this comes out, I think the whole, I believe the whole thing so. will be yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you enjoyed listening to Jeff and I uh, get real silly, we do that in Time Watch where mm-hmm. uh, you played a, a psychic dinosaur and I played a human. A normal human yes. being who a could shapeshift. Being. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so X. that's me.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a delight, and I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take it, Future Me. Thanks, Bass Me, and thanks again to Cat for coming on the show. That game was so good. I loved it so, so much. Be sure to check out Dames and Dragons at damesanddragons.com or on Twitter at Dragon Dames. Also, be sure to back Interstitial on Kickstarter. It's such a good and wonderful game that I want to see it made to life, and I'm so happy that it's funded. You should go back it, because it's really good. You should also follow Kat on Twitter at Kazbots, that's K-A-Z-Z-B-O-T-Z. Then while you're on Twitter, follow this show at Party of One Pod, then slide on over to Facebook and like the show at Facebook.com slash Party One Podcast. You can also join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Talk to us about the show, professional wrestling, role-playing games, you know, all of the stuff that people want to talk about. That's all of it right there. That's all of the topics. Again, that's bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. If you enjoy the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, a social media shout-out, or a word-of-mouth recommendation to a friend. Any of those things helps new listeners find the show, which helps us do bigger, better, and cooler things. You can also consider backing our Patreon at patreon.com partyofonepodcast. Patreon backers get access to bonus materials, mini-podcasts, and interviews, and Patreon dollars help pay for equipment fees, hosting costs, convention appearances, all the little things that keep the show going. The Patreon supports all of that. That's patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. If you listen to the show and you thought, man, I wish I could spend another like 45 minutes a week listening to Jeff talk, well, lucky for you, there's All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. Each week, my best friend Aaron catano Saez and I take your listener prompt and spin it into an original fantasy character, populating a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday at allmyfantasychildren.com. Party of One is, as always, produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to come on to the show, whether you are a podcaster, game designer, professional wrestler, writer, actor, comedian, kaiju financial guru, or you just love a good role-playing game, you should email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for me. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on everybody.